Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Lifers, we're back after missing a week. I'm James Hamilton. Travis McFalls. And we're joined by... Should I have to say my name? Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can say your name now. Uh, Stewie, the friendly neighborhood pharmacist, I believe. Yes, you'd recognize him from our... Um, we brought him in to discuss the cocktail that they were drinking for Jonestown. Yeah. That was your little satellite uh, interview you carried out. How did that go? I didn't think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we basically, I, we took a break at work and just sort of went into the storage closet <laughs> the kind storage, of area. <laughs> went into the storage closet. They probably saw the two of us go into the storage closet. I'm like, wait, 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 what's going on? We're, we're doing an interview talking about drugs. <laughs> two pharmacists are going to isolate themselves in a closet. It's totally normal. Yeah, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that small, you know, but. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> They're not, it's not know, like a broom closet, yeah. like a janitor's It's a, it's a totally closet. hetero closet. I yes. just want that clear. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was no intimacy in that closet whatsoever. We were, we were surrounded by dirty, dusty old files. Yeah. We are leaving Cult Week as it stands, so we don't have uh, Stewie in for that. We just brought him in because, well, it was it was fun. It was fun. To inter- and then, well, the the... The really fun part about it was hearing him talk about it later. Because, you know, for us, we do this every week. We've been doing it every week for over 50 episodes now. This is number 55. Oh. And so uh, for us, we're used to hearing our voices out there and all that. So when he came into work one of those days, he was telling me that um, you have a friend that comes over to your house on Thursday nights that listens to podcasts, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so... Well, my, wife, my wife's friend, yeah. Right. Yep. And so, like, just with anything, like, specifically, have you ever just had, like, a song that you like, and you want to play it for someone? And when you play it for them, like, 30 seconds, like, you don't even get through the intro of the song, and they're just like, so anyway, I had this coffee last oh, week. Oh, I that hate was- that. You just want their attention for just a second. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he had a seven... Validate minute- me. Yes, he had a seven-minute segment... And it's even worse when it's something that you've done, <laughs> you know, like I've had people like, dude, you got to check out this Night Square guy on YouTube. No, just watch this video. And then they talk or check out this song by this artist. Check it out. And then they talk. And that enough, like that alone just kind of just makes you go, oh, and this happened to you. And yeah. Yeah. And so when it happens to you after you've done done it yourself, like this is me, I'm out there. So let me tell you about that coffee. Ooh. So I felt for him. I, I really did. Like, he was snubbed. He was snubbed. Now you're married. I am. Yep. Did she uh, listen? Well, n- no. 
Now my, <laughs> no. my wife, commonly referred to as doll on the show, uh, she never listens. She says she just can't handle it. My yeah, so I was talking to her, talking with her this morning, and she was um, just saying, "Oh no, I'll get to it. It's something I need to, uh, you know, just sit down and listen to." <laughs> yeah, like it's seven minutes long. Like, well, she said she needed to focus on, you uh, know, okay. like prep, like you she's know, like, prepare a meal. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's never gonna do it. She's man. like, "I'll listen to it. I just needed to." Oh, uh, she gonna listen to this? No, I have a I have a theory that we communicate, my wife and I, in a very controlled space, a space which she controls. And then when we're not talking and, you know, and it's something like this where, you know, we're on the show and we're doing it. That's just me. Right. The things I say, like, give her that, the, the chills, like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm married to that. That was rude. He was rude. Did you hear how rude he was? You sound stupid, Jim. <laughs> you think it's that? No, no. She just honestly doesn't have the time to get No, to it, it was, uh, I don't know, she was, uh, so her friend was over and uh, I was, we just were painting our basement, so I was just painting or whatever, and my wife's friend was like, hey, I checked out When Life's Attacked, and I was like, really, what episode did you watch? She was like, I don't know, I just picked a random one, whatever, and I was like, oh, cool, did you like it? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, this and that. By and the way, uh, thank you, friend. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and feel free to share it with others. Once again, it's uh, not a beer. You don't have to bogart it. I love that you're not above that now. You're like, please listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was started off once I heard like Harlan Williams and uh, like Michael Ian Black. I was like, oh, shit, even the big guns are having to do this. So, so she so listened to you. an episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did you uh, listen to the one that I was in? And she's like, oh, no, I didn't know which one it was. You know, so I just picked one. I was like, I get it. Oh, here. Here it is, by the way. It was this one. And so, <laughs> He's got it queued up. He's already got it queued up. He's just ready. <laughs> yeah, so I, I let it play through the you know beginning. I didn't get to the interview or skip to it or whatever. Um, so she was just listening to you guys during the podcast or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually like a lot farther in. It was like... It was, you're towards was the like end. Hour or so yeah, you're towards there. the back end. Yep. yep, so I fast forwarded to it. It's like, oh, oh, here. Uh, this is it, it. It's coming up. And so my wife was finishing putting... Um, our kid to bed. And so she was coming down to us like, Oh, here, hun. Hey, uh, this is the podcast I did or whatever. And so yeah, take a look or listen. And so I play it or whatever. And so the, my wife and her friend, they sit down, you know, or whatever, maybe listen. I don't even know. Did you even maybe get 10 to, seconds? Did you even get to what was in the cocktail? <laughs> no, I don't think I was. It, I mean, it was just like intro interview. And then they started chatting about something else. <laughs> And what's funny about it is because you told me the week before, weren't they like, you know, it was the same group of people again, but you had all your notes out and you were researching the cocktail. Yeah. And they were like, what are you doing, man? What's going on? Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, I'm researching for this thing that I have coming up. Yeah. And then it comes up and they're like, uh, okay, like I was just nicely curious. Like I, I was just as a friendly asking, like, what was that? I don't really, I don't know. Was that, I don't know. So... <clears throat> I picture everyone coming up to you just as they would a doctor and asking, this hurts, I feel this, calling you, I, you know, my ear's this, my throat's that, my leg. Do you get those calls? Uh, like you should just have an immediate diagnosis to whatever they're describing over the phone? Yep. Uh, mm, I'd say it's more half and half, more uh, maybe half calls, but more just actually coming into the pharmacy and say, hey, look at this. You know, oh my God. Check Jesus this out. Christ! <laughs> yeah, that stitches for sure. So it's more like 
I actually see the person or see whatever's bothering them. But what about than... friends and family? Don't you need to, friends and family? No. Don't. No, <laughs> they, they don't. don't. That's nice. It's just, it's weird, you know. I'm glad that it's like that for you. I would be, I, like, some things you just don't want to know about your family. Yeah. I, I um, it falls into that. When I was in tech school, actually, my grandfather had a Viagra question for me. Oh, good Jesus. Yeah, that was, uh, oh. I told my family after that, just, no, no more. I'm dead to you. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and you haven't had that. No, I mean, you might get a, a you know, girl, my wife's girlfriends might, you know, oh, my kid's sick, you know, what should I do for this or this or that? But it's not, I think they still see me as, you know, the the son, grandson, nephew or whoever, you know, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well... I'm not looking at you that way because I heard our little uh, interview you two had and you were right on the money. Oh, I, I fact checked you after the fact because oh, you know, okay. I do a little editing here. I wanted to make sure everything was on the nuts and it was. So that leads me to my next question: How much of your job are you winging? Uh, not much at all. Because I know you get the doctor's orders, right? But now some of the some of the places people come to the window and say, "Do you guys are, are we in the state that does that? Where you start telling them what they can take, or does it all have to come from a doctor here?" Uh, oh. With regard to what? No, we can't like write like you can't write a prescription as a only a physician can write a prescription. Well, I've noticed some of them have like quick med clinics, and the person that's leaving the pharmacy is coming into the quick med clinic. Oh, and- that's a uh, that's like a registered nurse or something that does that. Okay, so yeah, it's like a minute clinic. Uh, so it'd be someone who has the authority to prescribe. Um, some pharmacies or pharmacists have a collaborative practice agreement where, under a standing, you know, like uh, you would see this more like um, Indian health reservations or more government um, type of pharmacy jobs where um, they can increase or decrease a dose. Mm-hmm. And then you would write under Dr. Jones or whatever. So. Um, you go in, your blood pressure is X or whatever it may be, and you're on this blood pressure med. Oh, it looks like it's a little too high, so we're going to drop it down, and the pharmacist would have the authority. But that's only under a collaborative practice agreement. Okay. Um, so, so pharmacists don't prescribe. Yeah. So I know what you do. Yeah. And I know what the, pro- the doctor does. Yeah. What are you there for? <laughs> to make sure the doctor doesn't <laughs> screw up. I'm feeling a real <laughs> office space vibe here. <laughs> I know you're 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 putting it in there and you're wrapping it right and you're giving it to somebody. Yeah. All right. And somebody else is like, that hurts. So we're gonna need Travis to wrap that and label that. Mm-hmm. Stewie. What do I do? What are you doing? Okay. So you see a couple doctors. You see Dr. A mm-hmm. from Dr. A Clinic. You see Dr. B, Dr. Okay. B Clinic. Yep. Uh, their software may not communicate with one another. They don't know that you have are on a certain med. Mm-hmm. But I do because you go to me and you give me all your medications. Mm-hmm. So you take medication from Dr. A and then you see Dr. B for whatever ailment you may have. You bring me the prescription and I'm like, you can't take these two together. Um, so Okay. So you're, kind of with me there? you're the filter. You, you keep it. Uh, now, I thought there was an internist that did that. Like an intern or? That's not what they call an internist. They're the people that uh, make sure all of your medications talk to one another when you're at a hospital or a clinic. Well, not necessarily. So I, you know, I worked in hospitals too. You'd be surprised when you go in or you, you're admitted into a hospital, you'd have to do something called like a med rec where you would actually have to clean up the medication profile. Like it's, 
they may still have things that you were on years ago, or you may not certainly be on now. Or Jesus, now you're scaring me. So, but that's what the the, the pharmacies and interns at the hospital, the pharmacy interns do at the hospital. So they clean it all up, and so now your doctor knows what you're actually taking. Mm-hmm. And things that you take over the counter, that's not. I mean, if so, you don't tell your doctor you're on it. You know, they have no idea. And there are medications you can take over the counter that you shouldn't because it interacts with other medications. And you catch all of this? Only if I know what over-the-counter medications they're taking. But yes, so any drug-drug interactions I catch. So what if they're using multiple pharmacies? Then aren't you out of the loop? Exactly. That's the problem. So the reason a person would want to go to the same pharmacy with all of their medication is just in case there's an overlap. Mm Mm-hmm. So there are patients that I know go to, they're over at Walgreens, then they're over at CVS, then they're over at Walmart. Or I'm just using these generic, you know, big, you know, pharmacy names, but... Because um, I shop around. I'm a bit of a pharmacy whore. <laughs> if I find out I can get my amoxicillin three bucks cheaper, I'm kind of going to do that. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I mean, you know, the amoxicillin, I mean, when it comes to the tracking, I mean, there are government websites that you go on with your controlled substances. Oh, that I can track. Yeah. So we know what you're taking if you're taking, you know, the fun stuff. Oh, do you have input, the two of you, on opiates? It's in the news today, all over the news. Opiates, yeah, yeah. We, we track your opiate. We know, we know where you're going, what you're doing with it. Is it an epidemic in our state, Minnesota? Do you feel like the abuse is widespread? Mm, seeing as I've practiced in Texas and Minnesota, I would say Texas was the worst. But at the same time, when I was in Texas, hydrocodone, um, you're, you know, it's like your uh, Vicodin is one of your more abused opiates. Probably, would you say probably the most abused opiate? Yeah. And so when I was in Texas, it was only a, a C3. So that means it was, it was a little more laxed laws on it. It's still a controlled substance and you still have to track it. But it wasn't as, you know, doctors could write refills for it and stuff like that. Um, Then while I was in Texas, it became a a C2, which means it's now tracked by the DEA. Um, It's not very fun, though. I've taken Vicodin a number of times, even when I wasn't injured and didn't find it to be that fun. Yeah, everyone's got their own. I mean, I've got people that come in with Vicodin prescribed to them and they're like, "I, I keep this on my profile, but I don't even know. You know, I don't like it. So tell me if, um, you know, I'll, only if I'm like in severe pain, am I going to come back and get this one? Is it an appropriate question like it. to ask? Is there a fun opiate that you guys prescribe? Is there one that's like, oh, wow, that's the one you want to get? Well, we don't prescribe them. <sighs> Formalities. Ask okay. a doctor. If you were to dispense <laughs> one, what would you think? Uh, I would say ask a doctor. How would a doctor know what a fun opiate was? Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> They're the ones dispensing them. Okay, you want to skirt the question? That's fine. Yeah, well, well legally, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one dispensing them. Yeah, I was about to say. So, uh, well, you're do not. You, do you want to answer that? What you uh, want me to tell your listeners? Which one is the fun? Yeah, exactly. Opiate. Yeah, you probably. Yeah. yeah, I want to know which one's the fun one. Because so far, I, Percocet wasn't fun. I got that for teeth, and afterwards, I'm like, man, it's Friday. <laughs> I got a little <laughs> left. Nothing. Maybe a little sweaty. I was I mean, like, oh, this is kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on the person. And, you know, I mean, some people 
Some people are whiskey people. Some people are vodka people. <laughs> so it just depends, you know, what's your flavor. Some people are Vicodin people. Right. Some people are. Don't you always have to chase <laughs> it with something? People. Don't you have to, you know, use booze or something with it to really get it to kick down? Uh, well, I wouldn't recommend that. I, I highly <laughs> wouldn't recommend that. I mean, isn't that what happened to Heath Ledger? Is that what kills the celebrities? Opiates and booze? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's, um, well, it's a combination. Usually they're doing, you know. It's combinations of different <laughs> drugs, but uh, yeah, yeah, you've got definitely a mixing your opiates, your booze. You guys then, are no fun with the subject. Well, I mean, there's only so much. I mean, we can't, we can't get on here and be like, Jim, you want a fucking wild ride? I do. Keep going. Well, I would recommend that your doctor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, well, we got on to, uh, anyway, we brought uh stewie and travis and i are back in this week we were gone last week because i had to work and the way things kind of shake out for travis and i travis likes to live on the other side of the planet that's how he gets his remote i don't know it's kind of a unabomber existence and i live in the city where there's people you don't live in the city you live in the burbs yeah (laughs) well there's you know there's internet yes yes and you've got your zoning laws and your and your light post laws and your and your drone laws, social services, and police. Yeah, I can't. I can't hide a body in my. Well, maybe I could hide a body in my yard. But yes, I. But anyway, there's a spance between us, and because we work sort of opposite schedules, or I work and there's a little bit of time. Uh, if we miss Monday, we pretty much miss the week. So, sorry about that. We missed Monday. Ah, uh, but Travis did come through finally. Finally, how many times have you people fucking heard me beg the man? You got back on POF. Yeah. Plenty of fish for those of you that, uh, I don't know, first-time listeners. Uh, do tell. Now, yeah. still, wait, before you tell it, he was bothering you about this. Yeah, every day. <laughs> <laughs> so Stu and Travis work together, and, uh, well, maybe we should have him tell the story first. Are, are you... Are, are you ready? You gonna need to clear the throat? Get a little beverage yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. Um, all I gotta say is, you, you son of a bitch. So I do this because you, you know, I'm like Travis, you gotta get out there. Travis, I, I highly recommend you get out there, and you need to meet people, Travis. And so I, I, I did. I, I got a nibble on the plenty of fish. I got a bite, if you will. Is that what is, is that what they call it? Before the bite, what was happening before this bite? Were you reaching out? No. Okay, so it's just sat dormant. Yes. Like an app that's on on your phone that you're ignoring. I, I don't even keep it on. Like I'd maybe check it every now and then, you know, maybe maybe once a day. So you, for the most part, disregarded most everything I said. Per usual, yeah. And this just happenstance occurred. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> the, uh, well, par for the course, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I, I get on and I got a message. Okay. And it's not the first message I've got. I, I've received messages these whole time. You know, I just haven't. You said they were fatties. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. You said they were fatties. I didn't like, quite say it like that. You did. But, you know, in this section, you know, where it asks, would you care if someone that was a plus size got a hold of you and i said uh please don't i i'd prefer i'd prefer you know you know I've, I've got my type that i like everyone has their types that they like i have my type and ones that were not my type 
were just constantly getting hold of me. And every time, every <laughs> single message, just constantly getting hold of me. <laughs> and I wasn't responding back. <laughs> and so, so they were just firing these wishes out into the world and you were crushing them, right? Sure. If, if I'm, I, I never really pictured myself as a dream smasher, but sure. And so the, uh, and it, it's always this generic, hey there, winky smiley face every time. Hey there, winky smiley face. Hey there, winky smiley face. Hey there, winky smiley face. So finally, I get a hey there, winky smiley face, and I look, and I'm checking out the profile, and it's looking good. She's cute. She's cute. Okay, so that's step that's one. Not, that's not what she said. What did I say? I thought it was like, hey there, handsome, or something like that. Oh, no. Oh, Let me tell this story. Let me tell Spoiler this story. alert. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. is this one before the one you showed me? No, 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 no. There are two no. girls here? No. Oh, oh, God, no, no, come on. Okay, come on. all right, go ahead. We know I'm no dream smasher here. So I... Uh, so he's telling the story. So, okay, so hey there, smiley winky face, and yep, check out the pictures. There's about four or five pictures. That's about what I have on mine. You was know, it four or five hey pictures. there, smiley winky face, or was it hey there, handsome? It was hey there, smiley winky face. Hey there, smiley winky face. Okay. I respond back. Hello, I'm Travis. How are you? Pretty basic. Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, just swinging for the fences right out of the gates. And then about a day goes by and I get, hey there, handsome. Okay. At this, what is, point- this is where the, so uh, this is the point where I go, wait a minute. Did she just fucking call me handsome? No one calls me handsome. Help I me, don't call myself. Help me out. Okay. Because uh, I'm just timing wise. When did you forward me what you forwarded me? Have we gotten Hey Handsome yet? Is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey Handsome was. So the smiley winky face was first. Right. Because you were very. Dude, dude, you have these pictures. I, I sent. Uh, you know, you, you I, were I, very I conflicted about even responding. Yes, I was. Because. All right. I'm going to read you verbatim. I can find it here after all my pictures of the eclipse and I just lost them. So smiley winky face, go on. Yeah. I was very verbatim. What? Now, uh, friendly pharmacist, Stewie, that's so long. Is there an acronym we could use? SFMP. It's not going to work. Well, we're just going to have to go with Stewie. Um, do you start bothering you right away when you started getting the smiley winky face or was it later on? It was more later on the, the Hey handsome. I think that's, that's when, when she or it, I call it, it. It. Like I said, it was probably some like trucker in Louisiana, you know. <laughs> so, all right. So we've got, hey there. It's actually just smiley face. I'm sorry. There you go. There's your proof. Just, hey there. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is Travis. Now, I felt you should have responded right away. So, well, this is on POF. So we're on POF. And she comes back with, hi, handsome. How are you doing tonight? My name is, <clears throat> am new on here. I'm looking for my one true lover, someone who will both love and respect each other. If you're interested, kindly text me at, and then she leaves a Minneapolis area code number. Seems legit. Seems aggressive. I just, I, w- I would have been a total, I would have been hook, line, and sinker. So, I just 
Texted so, back. I mean, yeah, look look at this profile. Look at these pictures, you know? All right. So, normal. so we're looking at these pictures. Uh, the profile seems like a normal, she's legitimate not, she's, profile. She's cute, but she's not hot. So that all of a sudden makes it believable. Right, right. Because they're not like pictures of like models in their underwear or anything like that. Right. Uh, yeah. Size, age, even the age is a little questionable. Like she's over 25. So it's like, well, would you respond? So yeah, I'm I'm feeling this. Yeah, it, lots of pictures, lots of photo albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you Local know. photo album, even with the hockey game. Okay, so yeah, what happened? Oh no, wait, that was me. That's that's not what the hockey. Oh, you you tested. did I go into your photo album? Yeah, you second? you went into All my right. photo. <laughs> so I was like hockey game. <laughs> I gotta hockey meet this game. girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have jumped all over that. <laughs> um, so uh, you waited how long to finally uh, respond to her? So this is going on, I believe, on Friday and Saturday. So Saturday all day, because you're just like, go for it, dude. Text her back. Yeah, text her. You need to do this. You need to get on this right now. Yeah. And uh, it's me and Stewie at work, and uh, I was just going on and on, like, I don't know, should I? Should I not? The scene he was the shut up. <laughs> He was just on and on. I'm being nice, for him, but he was just being on and on. Why does he do that? Why does he just respond? I mean, what's going to happen? The phone's not going to fucking blow up. The guy's excited. Right. So just respond. Just well, say, hey, what's up? Well, and like, I don't know if it's fraudulent. So I'm thinking like I might have like Obi call it, see if it's a real number. I told him not to do it. He told, yeah, he flat out told me not to do it. He said, you were fucking misdirecting me. He's like, no, dude, this He's is clearly a, a scam. He's a dad. He's a dad. He can't listen to that. You just go for it. What? Your, your phone's not going to blow up. He's a smart man. Yeah, he's a he's dad. A, he's he, safe. Hey, he's your friendly neighborhood pharmacist. He, yeah, he's even safer. Top top five, you know, trusted professions. On a curve. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, he's sitting there, like, talking to me, like, okay, I'm the one that's advising you to take, you know, the practical route, because this is probably some trucker dude in, like, Bismarck, South Dakota, or is that North Dakota? South Dakota. No, Pierre, South Dakota. Fuck. It's in a Dakota, and the um, and you're 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 giving me bad advice. I'm saying, yeah, just uh, hey, what's up? Yeah, and so like it just it's conflicting in my head. Mm-hmm. Which way do I go? Which and way do I go? So finally, you did. And what so you should finally, have done. I am just like, yeah, fuck it. What are they gonna, you know? She's got my phone number. What are you going to do with that? Exactly. So send out a message just um, just saying, hi, I'm like, Travis. He's looking for the exact <laughs> message now for some yeah. reason. He wants to be specific. Yeah, yeah. There'll be no ad-libbing oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Just, hello, this is Travis. Yep. Uh, this was about 4 o'clock. Yes. And so we go, you know, finish up work, close up shop about 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Go over to Obi's place. All of a sudden, at eight thirty, I get hi, Travis from where? Seems totally Seems normal. Normal, yeah. Like you know, okay, who is this person? So I said, POF. You told me to text. And uh, did they send you a link to about, Russian brides? Or not like? yet. Not yet. <laughs> no. So about an hour later, I get okay. Since how many days? Like what the fuck? What? So I get back uh, yesterday. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, uh, since yesterday, you told okay. me this. Yes, you do not remember this. So what's actually causing, I need, to, I need to take a step back, actually. What's causing me all this paranoia 
is the fact that when I went to check it on Saturday, all of the message history had been deleted. This person was gone from POF. All right. And, I mean, that could raise a flag. It could yeah, also and, mean she and, met a weirdo. And the day before, it said she was from Minneapolis, then Huron. There is no Huron, Minnesota. So I look up Huron. Well, there's a street in Minneapolis called Huron there's down by campus. There. Sizable lake. Yeah, you know. by the university. <laughs> there's a pretty sizable <laughs> lake. I would say it's a great it is. sized lake. It is. <laughs> a great Huron. lake, if you will. Yes. And so... Um, so that's going through my head. So, so I type back yesterday, and I get nothing back. And uh, Obes and I are just cracking up over it. Like, what the fuck? Is this person just, like, trolling out her number to everyone on POF? And then, like, the first person to, like, shoot her back one, she's like, okay, you're my one true lover. I'm going with you now. I like her. It's a little scary. I like her. Why do you like her? Even if it's a robot, at least she's throwing a wide net. You're hoping to, I mean, you've got a very narrow, narrow. I'm, I'm very, like yes. Not even a fishing line. It's like you're throwing a line out there with no hook. <laughs> you're not even casting. You need, you need the fish to jump in the boat and to be the perfect size and shape for dinner. That's what you're looking for, which is not dating, especially what? from a man's point of view. Yeah, but remember, I went to the Obi-Wan School of Charm, so, uh, you know. We'll there's get, another, we'll there's get another to whole that. Idea. We'll get to that. <laughs> We're going to talk about Obi here, <laughs> which, yeah, we, won't, we don't want to leave you out in the cold, uh, but uh, you've been keeping up with the show, so you would probably enjoy the update on Obi's love life. It's, uh, it's always entertaining to me. But um, you and your missus, how did we meet? Uh, high school sweethearts. <sighs> See, you can't take advice from him. He's boring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, I think that's fucking awesome. I know you do, but you're not that guy. So you're not, he can't take I advice know, from I know, I know. I'm the hopeless romantic who is not that guy. You're not that guy. I don't know how I'm not that guy, but you I'm just, not that guy. Because you get engaged and you don't close the deal. I don't close the deal. Why? Because well, I get engaged, engaged several times and then you bolt. No, no, hey. I'm hey. sure if they were here, they could give us a pretty good. They they give us some feedback. Let's say it's fifty fifty, half your fault, half their fault. Yeah. From what I'm seeing with your dating, it could be a little bit. I mean, we could just it could be a little bit more yeah, your fault. Yeah, yeah, it's always my fault. Just a little bit. It's a little bit see, more your fault. See how he treats me? I had no idea you were married or engaged before. How many times? Twice. Haven't you listened to the show? Well, yeah. Is this one of? Uh, <laughs> this isn't is a this gag. A Texas Exes, one of them, or Texas Exes is the she's the last one. That was the one that really did the number on me. Um, Alaska, she was, she was cool, but we weren't just quite ready. We were too young, and she was, I don't know. Uh, I left that one. Texas, Texas <laughs> left me. Okay. So 50-50. We were young. You know, yeah, I was yeah. 25. Yeah. I was, I was 26. <laughs> Stupid. I didn't know what I wanted to I do. I was. You know, well, she was very ambitious, very driven. We were in Alaska. I got seasonal affective disorder. It was terrible. <laughs> um, it's definitely yeah. not high school sweetheart. No. Well, so, uh, well, actually, both of them went back to my younger days. How long uh, were we Alaska, with Alaska? Well, total. no, 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 not uh, high school sweetheart, but they all went back to younger days. Okay. Yes. So, so there was a framework. There was already a framework there. Texas, Texas, and Alaska. So we were young wasn't really going to work. And they just, for some reason, after you said, let's get married, it was like, phew, gone. So now that we're back into the dating pool. Well, shall we continue? 
So uh, yesterday, all of a sudden, just out of the blue, uh, driving home from Obie's, get home around 1.30 in the afternoon, and uh, I just get this, how are you? And I'm noticing at this point, punctuation's kind of on, kind of off. But at the same time, I know a lot of people that are just terrible with their punctuation. Oh, that's text. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm just like, hey, doing great. How about you? And so we just have some back and forth. You know, she's like, I'd like to know more about you. So I tell her a little bit about me. Then I'm like, hey, I'd like to know a little bit more about you. Like, what are some of your hobbies? Because from her POF page, it clearly says I'm into music. Right. So what are some of your hobbies? Maybe you say I'm into music. Then I say, well, what are some of your favorite bands? Let's strike a banter here. A little back and forth. I get nothing. (laughs) I get nothing. I get more questions. (laughs) Um, And I get a sob story about how she caught her boyfriend cheating on her with her best friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a year ago. And, you know, just totally destroyed her. And I was like, hey, you know, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. And then she said, you know, well, how long have you been single? Tell her how long I've been single. And for, you know, she's like, well, why, why were you single then with your ex? And so, like, I one-upped her story. I'm not going to go into that. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for an episode down the line. But it was a, you know the story. It was very fucked up. And so she's like, holy shit. Wow. I just got one-upped, <laughs> you know. So sorry to hear that. Um, you know, what do you do? Like, I work in pharmacy, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to... Um, when can you send me 50 bucks? Pretty good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. um, Does it? so then it gets down to, yep, final thing, <laughs> yeah. final thing I get. So now it's coming. I'm new into buying and selling houses, uh, uh. selling of antiques, scripture, and furniture. I'm presently in Nigeria for my business trip. Mother so tell me... Do you still think you can fall in love again? <laughs> if yes, what is your own destination of true love? And like the second I see the Nigeria, I was just like, oh, son of a bitch. Fuck me. So um, that's a toughie. Yeah. That's a toughie. Just like right to the balls, man. Just ah. Uh, especially once you share something personal and then they're yeah. like, can but I have your credit card number? Yeah, but that's how they get you on, you know? They, they, they give you a sob story, then... You know, then they hear you and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like they pull you in with your feelings. And so, um, so naturally I go to the pro, I call Obes and I'm like, you know, I'm telling, I'm like, dude, you've got to hear this, man. I just got catfished. Please. Like, right. Yeah. Let's talk about this a little. And so we're just going on and on. Like, what's there to talk about? Well, I'm talking about like, dude, should I keep this going? Like, should I just keep stringing this fucking catfish along? So, you know, like it ended with, um, you know, you still think you can fall in love again? If yes, what's your own definition of true love? So I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, I got to do this. Just come back at her like, well, you know, love cannot be put into words. It's not something that you can just tangibly uh, express through through our language. Love is a feeling. This is a bad da, idea. Da, 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 da. This is a bad idea. And by the way, when you get back into town, Give me a call. You didn't do that though, right? But I did not do that. Right. Thank you. So God. yeah, yeah. I'm talking to, I just left it at that. Just tr- dropped it. And of course I haven't gotten any texts back. It's been about 24 Cause hours. it's like probably like 60 kids in some sort of warehouse robo texting to try to get your fucking credit card number. Exactly. Maybe so, we need to use a better product than POF. How do you feel about match? 
I don't know what match is. It's another dating product. Is their logo like a match on fire? Like a match with the match I don't know. They have fire? fucking commercials. If that would be, that'd be a good idea, but I don't think so. Yeah, that'd be, yeah they should do that. Just, we could go dirty, right? We can go back page. You ever seen back page? It's like no. the dark net. No, Obi was telling me about this. He told me to not let you talk me into this. <laughs> There's certain liberties, <laughs> certain liberties with that. Yeah, um, no, no, I don't think I'm a back page kind of guy. Not a back page. So Craigslist no. is probably out of off limits too. Then yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, um, if I, if I got catfished on this one, then uh, match is something we could work with. Now, your wife, does she have any friends at online date? Uh, I don't know. Uh, most of them are already married or. You know, yeah, in a relationship or something. Some single ones, but very few. So I really don't know that. Are you in your thirties? Yes. Are most of your so most of your friends are married? Yes. Yep. You can't take advice from him. What do you mean? (laughs) I didn't steer him wrong. Yeah, I was about to say he clearly said like the intelligent thing. He this is not her. This is a fake profile. It's definitely. (laughs) It's definitely, definitely an a, a it. man. <laughs> it's definitely an it. In this one case, I will concede that he was correct, but you should have just fired back right away, what's up, and gotten to the quick of this. As it stood, three, four of us had to hear this diatribe for four days. It's like two yeah. days. It was two days. Was- yeah, I had to hear it at work. Think about eight hours. Did you hear eight hours eight hours of this? I hear well, actually I listen to a lot of Travis. Oh, okay. So whether I want to or not. Okay. So it's actually usually pretty good. And he's manic, which makes you always feel better about yourself because you're like, man, he is crazy. <laughs> 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 so we gotta kind of I don't know. I think first well, of all I'm thank sorry you. that I feel away about things. <laughs> all right. <laughs> sorry that I have these things called feelings. All right. I know you may think I'm all armor and nails here, Jim, but when I get cut, it hurts. I think it hurts, but you could be the person cutting. Just a little, I don't just a cut. little momentum. I don't cut people. All right, that's not me. I'm not a dick, Jim. Don't make me be like you. So our good friend Obi, to change the subject. Uh, do you remember the character? Those of you that may or may not be listening to the show, we have oh, an episode fuck. called "Bring a Drunk to Work Day." Do you remember that episode? Are we going to talk about this again? Well, I've. I've been talking to Obi recently. Uh, yeah, so we've been I. hanging out. All right, so yeah, to, to bring you up to speed, last we left, uh, that relationship was going to be ending because she was a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, she he called the uh, you know he uh, called an ambulance and she blew a four three two. Wow, which was a record. Like wow. some of the cops were like high fiving, like they achieved a high score or something on Pac Man. Wow, yeah. You don't hear that very often. Put that into perspective for us. Like what? What's going on with the body and the just connect from the what's it mean to have like, like a four three just, two going through you? Uh, you're fucked up. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, what? 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 what Do things start shutting down? Well, yeah, definitely. I can't remember what's the lethal. Is it point five? The cop said anything over point three five, and you're pushing it. You're, you're in trouble. Wow. And I forget the, I forget which like hormone or like uh, thing in the brain that shuts off. And I used to know all the like stuff what like would happen, but I can't. Not on. You the get spot, out of yeah. school and you just yeah. you forget things or you don't use them, <laughs> right, so you lose right. them. It's like yep, yep. It's like a foreign language. But it's for argument's sake, it's bad. There are things going <clears> on <throat> in the body that should not be going on in the body. Now yeah. remember his resolve, because you know Travis and I know him personally, and you've you've met him, right? 
So, and, and we had him on the three man. Remember, he came on the show afterwards for the three man, and we we discussed his his plight. Yes. And remember, he was done. I'm done. We're done. Yeah. We're done. She needs to get help. We're done. Right. That was admirable. Was he done? Well, what have you heard? <laughs> I don't want to. What have you heard, Travis? Um, it's dirty, isn't it? I don't want to like dirty myself talking about it. It was, um, it wasn't over. Let's just say, uh, <laughs> not only is it not over. Oh, okay. My. So we're talking to him and he's telling us that he's, he, he has done, he has exercised every possible path to help this young lady. He can. Right. And now, uh, in order to save himself, to, to preserve himself, yes. he must, Distance himself. Right. We were, remember, we were applauding him like, nice. Bravo. Right. Bravo. Thank God you've seen the light. Yes. So we're casually hanging out, you know, a few days ago. He was giving me some shit about the pod not coming out and whatnot because he listens. And um, that's what you, you know, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, he's real, real vague, yeah. you know, real vague. And I said, uh, have uh, the harassing texts and phone calls stopped? And he enlightened me that uh, this uh, the four three two is in a circle of friends of his, uh, and uh, uh, he starts getting harassed. Right, all these people have like, like you know, they all descended on him. Like, are you helping? What do you know? This and that. He's like stepping out. He's like, this is great. Yeah, thank you for helping, but mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, I'm bowing out. Right, this, this isn't good for me. This isn't healthy for me. I'm bowing out. And yeah, from I, I don't know the specifics like that you probably have, but it was very much this is bullshit. This is all just Travis safety mode. He got uh he got he got descended upon. Yeah. He true. told all of those people where she was to the le- to the last of his knowledge and where he could where where she could be found. Right. And that he was done. Yeah. And if they wanted to help, awesome. Right. And I was like, no shit, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, a couple of weeks went by, blah, 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 you know. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Blah, blah, and, blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the update that I got included, well, uh, I, th- I thought I better go do a wellness check on her. I said, I thought we weren't talking to her anymore. Well, she texts me a lot, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. So uh, how is she? Well, I might have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean a mistake? Now, we have a bet, he and I. All right? The bet was... Oh, remember this bet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that he... I was witness. I was like the witness to the bet. You were there. I was the witness to the bet. You, uh, you, you, you... Basically, like, if he fucked up, I was to report it to you. Right. Or vice versa. You know. Yeah. Yep. I'm the mutual party. You so. were keeping the, bear, the, yeah, the bet Yeah, I'm keeping honest. score. I'm, I'm the referee. And the bet was, she goes away, and if so... He gets. What was I going to do for him? I was going to do something. For, oh, we were going to. We were going to. You're going to just celebrate. Yep. Yeah, I was going to pay for drinks, and we were going to get. Yep, take him out. I seldomly do that. Yes, and he loves when people drink with him. It's yes, like he does. A that, fucking Christmas to the guy, right? That, that's his thing. That's his thing. <laughs> loves it, especially. Did in you his drink garage. with him? No, I and I met him once oh, at the pharmacy, were, and that was it. Yeah, well, I was at the pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, you should do that. Everybody should party with Obi once. This makes you a better person. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway. You definitely come out the other end different. You'll be a changed man. 
<laughs> I need to wash all the windows and jams of the whole house. It's time, right? Yeah. It's been a while. They're in rough shape. And so yeah. if he lost the bet, he had to come out and help me do that. Right. And it wasn't any time at all before we had determined he'd lost the bet. It was two days. Yeah, it was, it was, it was almost two immediately. Days. But he, remember, I'm a changed man. I didn't understand the rules. You remember all that bullshit? <laughs> I didn't understand, understand the, the rules. rules. He so, very much Bill Belichicked it. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, okay, you just said, know this, all right? I mean, that just means that one thing. So the rule was no more sex. <laughs> well, no more. He wasn't really even supposed to talk to her. She's okay. supposed to be gone. Okay, the way he spun it towards me was no more sex. So I'm like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> he, that, well, that was what the, that was the valuable part that he took out of it. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> for him, that's all you heard. <laughs> right. Said, well, I mean, I can talk to her. I can text her. I can technically still see her as long as I don't pork her. I'm good. Right. I, I, I remember him going through that thought process. That's why I have to ask you sometimes, like, am I crazy? Because I remember us talking to him in a much different fashion. And when we backed up and he repeated it to me, it didn't sound like we were talking at all. Like, what did you take from that? And that is exactly what you pointed out. Can't have sex with her. Yes. Which he lost within two days. Within two days. Right. But he thought he had a loophole because he said, no, I didn't lose. I didn't lose. Oral doesn't count as sex. <laughs> What? <laughs> Oral doesn't count, man. Oral doesn't count. And so um, I was like, no, you lost. You're going to be washing windows. Yeah. And so, you know, I do my duty as referee. I tell Jim, congrats, you won the bet, even though I don't know that this is a bet you wanted to win. I know you want your windows washed. and Right, which so, I was going to do anyway. Right. Yeah. So, but congrats, you won. As a third party, did I win? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we just yeah he yeah you clearly won the bet and I, I I was after the fact I never gave him an out of that I like you lost no matter what bullshit you're trying to throw at me because he did he tried to throw all the loopholes at you but in the back of my mind I'm thinking you know what if from this point forward he can sober up you know sober up from her love spell yeah we're good so we're sitting in the kitchen you know I just wellness check and you know he's talking under his breath and. You know, you're kind of like, did I hear a niner in there? What What was that? Well, uh, you know, she she knows my buttons, man. <laughs> so she tells me, she knows my buttons. She knows all my buttons. <laughs> well, did she, w- w- buttons, uh, what, what happened? He has like two buttons. <laughs> 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 Wait, three, I'm sorry. Booze, cigarette, sex. In no, no specific order. It's like button 1A, 1B, 1C. I would put all of those buttons as proximity. If she was just in the room with him, <laughs> you know, that yeah. would be enough. And so all he had to do was not be around her. Yeah. It was very simple rules. Right. And he, of course, finds himself at some seedy hotel with this, you know, uh, as I understand it, since she was hospitalized with him, she went to rehab again and has had, she's had just, legions of problems you know from i mean it's not really funny but i mean i've never seen someone in rehab in so many times in such a short period of time it's amazing yeah it's amazing well actually it's not even rehab though isn't it it's detox though well there was detox and then she was supposed to go to rehab but she keeps like the first time or the the latest time she went she couldn't go back remember what did he say because he was on the show he said it was there weren't enough beds or something she couldn't go back oh yeah 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 they didn't have enough beds there for (laughs) like rehab's all full in minnesota i just i can't make it (laughs) 
<laughs> it's uh, yeah, a lot of people checking in here. So now we've got this new problem with Obi. He's he's now he's now he's been he the, when we were, we were I was talking to him about it. I'm like, well, you've got all this other stuff on your plate. You got to be doing right now. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, well, it's summer, and I don't know how to how do I combat that? What do you mean it's summer? Well, it's summer. Well, right, but she's basically trashed your entire personal life. What does the fucking season have to do with it? <laughs> In his mind, everything. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go back to cult week a little bit. Some of the research I was doing, one of the Waco survivors, when he was interviewed, like, well, what do you think about, you know, everything that happened and what went down? You know, he was David Kresh's drummer. And he gave such that 90s answer. Like, he just goes, I don't know, man. I'm just a drummer. Like, that's the same kind of answer. Like, dude, I don't know, man. It's just the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a convenient non-committal and non-answer yeah. it's a non-answer yeah i mean back in the 90s it made sense you're like yeah man he's a drummer that's what drummers do like in this case it's like have you heard any of the episodes with with obi no all right uh i'm gonna have to lob this question back to you travis you were there for the episodes with obi you saw the man sit in that very chair mm-hmm. we talked to him a number of times about this right is the real answer that it's he just doesn't give a fuck. He just, <laughs> he just doesn't give two shits. If on Thursday night you're in a teddy with a cold cocktail near a pool somewhere noncommittal that he can leave by two in the morning, he's there. Sounds about right. Right? Yeah, sounds about right. So how do we keep getting duped into listening to this man's stories? Because it's, it's borderline psychotic, man. It's, uh, <sighs> it's just like a constant loop. Like, okay, if you thought that I drove you nuts on Saturday, like, like put that on crack. <laughs> like, okay. that's this guy. <laughs> just, so what's he talking about then? Like, uh, I should do it. Like, I'm just, I'm going to cut it off. I'm going to cut it off. Well, then she said she was um, getting ready to go swimming, and, you know, she was in her swimsuit. And, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was in a swimsuit. So you've never, takes. yeah, you've never seen a woman in a swimsuit before. Like, you just can't see someone in a swimsuit and go, "Oh, hey, how are you doing? Goodbye." No. I don't know. It, it just it. She's always super fucking trashed. Yeah. So when he's hanging out with her, she's, you know, it could be anybody hanging out with her. Doesn't he worry about his health and his safety? Do you bring these things up to him? Um. I've kind of thrown in the towel with it. Just like, do what you're going to do. Um, if I go over there, I'm like, is she going to be over there tonight? No, no, man. Okay. All right. I'll come over and hang out with you. She so, has not been back at his house. Has she? Okay. You know more. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Oh, my God. Now, I know when this girl surfaced. There was a rumor going around. Well, not even a rumor. He called me and said that when it had come out amongst the circle of friends, even back to his ex-fiance, Stringbean. <laughs> you that, just love throwing that, that name out. In his closet was Stringbean's <laughs> pants at the center of his closet. Did you hear this? What? Did you hear this story? He said his ex-fiance must have gotten into his house or the drunk located old clothings of his ex-fiance, whom we refer to as String Bean, uh-huh. and 
he was on the fence as to whether or not either the drunk had located old clothing or if the ex-fiance was all of a sudden getting weirdly territorial. Now, the ex-fiance is not only married with a kid, but... Two kids. She's going to have... Second kid on the way. Second kid on the way. So That's the last I heard. There's a, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know for a fact. That's her but. story, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you know Obi, Obi's in this weird place, right? This weird, like, leaving Las Vegas or fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Well, maybe leaving Las Probably Vegas. Probably leaving Las More Vegas. Like leaving is Las getting, Vegas. getting closer. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's in this weird space, so he's around people that aren't well. And it's highly unlikely, right? To me, it's highly unlikely that String Bean is going to go out of her way to hang her clothes up in his closet. But she is fucking weird, so you can't totally discount it. So if there's a 10% chance, right, there's maybe even a 10% chance that Obi has just not noticed they were in the closet this entire time. Uh, I would actually boost that up to like 20%, 25%. So then that leaves about 70 on the drunk, right? Yeah. But they were front and center in the center of their closet. The drunk claims, uh, 0.432, claims that she never seen him before, didn't hang him there, has no knowledge of it. And he just sort of spins himself into this paradox of all of these people and places and problems. And no matter how many times you talk to the man, he just disregards everything you say and goes right back to, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, she was, you called me and you know, she was in a bikini and it was a great drink. And <laughs> she was bringing vodka and, you know, you know, I like it. I mean, and, and cigarettes. She brought cigarettes. I mean, personally, she smokes menthols, but, uh, you know, she brought me a pack of camels and... Uh, <laughs> what more could I do? I couldn't do anymore. I was I was powerless, Travis. I was powerless. You know how much I love blowjobs. <laughs> he does say that. Uh, he does say that. Do you have a buddy like this? No, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe back in the day in the high school years, uh, but no. <laughs> so like, mean, like they all grew up. No, or I distanced myself from them, or we just okay. saw. Oh, you're, you're missing. We out. didn't see eye to eye, or you know, I, I want to tell him. I want to tell him. I want to tell him so bad. Like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah, you got to cut that shit up. But I mean, you kind of are missing out. <laughs> He's so excited about it. Like you, you were never as excited about girls as Obi is. I've never met anybody before or after meeting this yeah. guy that just he just. Loved them. Yeah. I mean, when he says, like, you don't understand, man. I love blowjobs. I'm thinking, like, yeah, I don't don't know, like, anyone that doesn't. Like, you know, like, most people like blowjobs. Like, guys, girls, most people like blowjobs. You know, some people don't, but most of us do. And it's like, no, you don't get it. I love blowjobs. Like, more than food. More than than air. More than, yeah. Like, he loves them. It's, actually, he's coming from... um, He's he's come out now as a sex addict. <laughs> Jesus. Is he really? Yeah. Which is not even true. Like his behavior mm-hmm. isn't like tindering every man or woman to just try to get it on. You know, it's not like an mm-hmm. unhealthy thing. Well, he's more like Hugh Hefner. So actually, did you study any? Are there degrees of sex addict? Or no, or are you? We study just, drugs in pharmacy school. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there's something to like. You know taper him down like an anti-viagra like a side class he might have taken yeah or like well is there a drug out there that's maybe like like the antithesis of um you know like the anti-viagra well just think about what he's what's going on in his brain whenever what for any addict's brain for that matter just what's going on in his mind i'm assuming there's a release of dopamine up in his brain 
And to him, that gets him the, the, the high of, oh, yes, this is exciting to me, this or that. So every time he thinks about one of those three things that he thinks about that he loves so much, like the dopamine just comes spilling out? Uh, possibly. Okay. It's possible. Huh. Huh. I think he's, uh, as far as a true blue sex addict, I think it's all bullshit. I think it's like, well, it's summer, or I'm a sex addict, or she was in a bikini. It's, that's all bullshit. Right. He's going to do exactly what he wants to do, regardless of what any of us say to him. I, I talk to him all of the time, and I know he hears me, and I'll say it again. He never, never listens to me. No. He hears me, but he doesn't ever listen to me. So it's a remarkable thing. And he's not listening to us right now. <laughs> he's, he's shaking. He's argu- if he's listening to us, he's arguing with us. Well, you know, him. The bet was, the, you know, that yeah. I wouldn't have sex with her. And, you know, uh, she's exactly right. Travis is exactly right. And she, she, she blew me. She blew me. And, you know, and, and I, I was powerless. I was powerless. And, you know, I shouldn't. I, I, I won the bet. I won the bet. And it's like, yeah, well, you went back from the sound of it several weeks later and lost the bet several times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's just amazing. Yeah. At some point amazing. in the next week, we're going to get a text saying, uh, you didn't get your facts straight. So we, uh, we left cults, and we were going to do Scientology. Remember, we were gonna, last week we were going to do Scientology. We told everybody, we, we, we actually, several episodes before, we're like, well, we're going to do Scientology, and then we, we missed a week because Scientology ran too long, and we didn't have our thoughts organized. And, and even last week, had we done the show, we still would not have done Scientology because, frankly, we're good on cults. Um, yeah, I'm done, man. I'm done. I spent too long in those people's heads i still get that damn there's a madman living in waco still still reverberates in my head from time to time what what did why did you do that oh yeah just because maybe i want you to feel some of my pain you're gonna be at work now one day this week and you're gonna madman living in waco it's gonna start coming in your head i hope not (laughs) it sucks it sucks. So we had to get away from this shit. Is that a David Koresh song? I, that's the David Koresh song that we played at the end of the Waco episode. And uh, yeah, I just, I got to, I got to get away. Got to get out. And then Scientology, you get me all worked up, you know, just, I'll leave it at this. Did we learn nothing from cult month? The fact that these people, they're out there now and they're bigger than any of these. See, see, see what this is doing to me. Like I'm going off. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. We're not, we're not well, we doing are. Scientology. Kind of not going to do Scientology, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we're leaving cults. And so typically before the show, we'll sit down and, uh, you know, this week we just wanted to be real chill, just, you know, not get so heavy because a lot of our shows recently have been kind of heavy. And we each sat down and uh, Stewie, Travis and I, and we're kind of talking about what each of us did through the week. And uh, those of you that think Travis couldn't put any more effort in a POF would be wrong. Uh, he's got a lot of free time, actually. Uh, in fact, he's you're thinking about starting to read again? I'm thinking right? about thinking about reading, yeah. Uh, so ample time. Yeah. And uh, now our neighborhood pharmacist, on the other hand, is married, kids, you know, the job, living the dream. And... Uh, he mentions, uh, hey, you guys uh, see this show Jesus Camp on Netflix? Now, is this on Netflix right now? It is. Um, and it's funny you say you guys are going to do Scientology. I also watched a Scientology documentary, documentary last week, too. Was it on HBO? So I watched the Scientology one. What, was it the one on HBO? Uh, no, Netflix. Oh, really? There's one on Netflix? Wait. Yeah. Uh, 
don't know. There's probably several. Yeah, there's several. Um, if you've got HBO, like HBO Go. I do, but yeah, it wasn't on. Okay. Yeah. Was it on HBO? The one called Going Clear? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Okay. You never That's, remember the name of documentaries. Yeah. It's too hard. I, I just did. Now, is it documentary or documentary? Documentary. I'm not it's, British. It's not documentary. 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 We're going to oh. have a, a show about how we pronounce things. We've, we've threatened to do it a number of times. Anyway, so Jesus Camp on Netflix. Oh, you, uh, so I started checking it out. Yeah. Again, super fucked up. Yeah. I mean, within five minutes, it gets weird. Tell yeah. us. Oh, my God. Uh, so so this, it's about evangelical youth camp for obviously uh, these Christians, these uh, kids, and they go to this Bible camp, essentially. Um, they, and I don't want to grill you, but evangelical meaning what exactly? What what sets the church apart from... Do you know Travis offhand? What, no, what makes it evangelical? I, I think I... Is it a certain I, book they're studying? No, it, it's the Bible. It's just how they, uh, I guess, spread the word. They're how more... They interpret it, yeah. They're more the ones that are on the street, like... Preaching or whatever, they're holy the, rollers. They're like up the holy in your face. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna look it up while you tell us about it. Like they uh, got this agenda, like over oh, we're, we're warriors or whatever. We gotta. Uh, yeah. So know. what did they? Yeah. So they take these kids and they tell them basically like in it, um, God created Earth for you. Uh, this is just ours to use as we want. So like you can just use all these aerosol cans, and there's no such thing as like the ozone yeah. pollution. Yeah. They're so, they're. They're saying yeah, global warming is uh, it's a know, myth. And it's not real. Yeah. Um, they um, and then they start telling them. By the way, there's these Muslim kids on the other side of the world, and you need to be worried about them right. because by five years old, they're already trained in like assault weapons, exactly grenades. And, and we got to get ready, and we got to prep you. And yeah. so, like, they have like these like almost like it almost looks like a like a like a pageant, like a some sort of fucked up pageant of these kids parading down like the paint. aisles. Yeah, and yeah. war paint marching down while like onward Christian soldier type yeah, shit's playing. Jesus' army. Yeah. You know. so they have an army, which would fly in the face of the term of evangelical because technically speaking, evangelical refers to a person, church, or organization that is committed to the Christian gospel message that Jesus Christ is the savior of humanity. Yeah, they, they're committed to that. Jesus Christ <laughs> is definitely the savior. Well, yeah, I mean, book. most denominations, I suppose, should, could be. I mean, right, but they just tend to take it to Jesus as a savior, and these are the parts. It's of pretty the Bible. extreme. Yeah, well, it's, it's a right-winged extreme. So you're watching. You found this on Netflix, right. and it starts because you guys got me hooked on this whole cult stuff. That's why <laughs> I did that Scientology one. <laughs> so we go from watching kids and a lady spewing what I would, you know. If you've listened to the show, you know I'm not very religious. In fact, I'm not a fan of religion at all. If you are, good for you. But when I watch people, uh, you know, get behind imagination land in a big way, it fucking weirds me out. It just weirds me out. And so the clip you showed me weirded me out. Yeah. The it kids were crying. Exactly and- like a cult. <laughs> it was so, my jaw dropped as I was watching. I was shaking my head. I was like, this is fucked up. This is a cult. Like, yeah. this is... It's messed up. Now that was right away, right? That's right when fat ladies getting yeah. the kids to cry. Where do we go from there? 
Well, then they were, like had that whole like war paint, Jesus's army, this and that. Blah, blah, the blah, kids blah, are blah. in Jesus's army? Well, yeah. yeah. Gotta yeah. get them ready, man. Gotta get them ready, man. Those Muslim kids, they're five years old. They already know how to use guns. And hand grenades. Yeah. This was on the show. Yes. Yeah. She this says is real. This. Yes. Yeah. This is a real thing. Yes. Yes. It's is on Netflix. Like from the out. 80s or is this? No, it was like. Are these kids I, recently I, armed? I think it was like, <clears throat> oh, they're adults now. I think it, I think it was released sometime around mid 2000s. I would say that's right. Yeah, I think it was released somewhere. So around they're the already working. They're they're already. So ten years later, these kids. Guns. Yeah, these kids have day jobs now. But, but that, that doesn't. This go was there. when Bush was president. Okay. okay. So what was Bush that? two. Bush two. Oh, oh eight and under. Oh, so yeah, was that somewhere between two thousand two thousand eight? Yeah. Somewhere All right. So that. some of those kids are older, and some of those kids are in high school right now. All so right. if they were like nine, they're probably nineteen now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So. And then, um, oh, then they took them to the mega churches. Yeah. The, uh, you see them all the time in the Bible Belt, down in Texas and Oklahoma. The huge mega churches where it's like, like basically like a fucking concert. Yeah. Like concert seating and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the kids, you know, they take them there to get all inspired. And then, you know, the one kid, man, he was just going at it. Just, yeah. and I'm going to be a preacher. And I talk like this all the time. God is the way. God is the way. It's like a nine-year-old. And then and they, didn't they go to the White House too? They went to the White House or something? To they tour, went to tour and yeah, they're like giving out pamphlets or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Does, how do, uh, That's the last scene I remember. From how it. does it's this thing while. end? I mean, do the authorities come crashing in and save the day or no. is it like no. keep going? No, no, no. The end is basically, and they're out there. The end is, uh, oh, we thank you, uh, President Bush, you know, uh, for, it, it, and it had a lot of political agenda to it, uh, t- tied along with it too. Like, I don't know, man. It was just, <laughs> I'm like, this is a cult. This is. Yeah. I mean, when you watch that stuff, like you kind of have to like, because your brain kind of calls bullshit on the stuff that you're seeing. Kind of. So like you're throwing it out as you're hearing well, it because yeah. your brain doesn't want that shit sloshing around up there. So as you're watching, so it's hard to like be like, well, and then they said this, they said that, they said that, because they come at you with so much bullshit. You can only catch about 10% of it. And even the 10% you catch, you're just like. And she was or like, that you retain, I should say, that you retain. Yeah, she was telling these kids, like, yeah. oh, yeah, Harry Potter, he, like... Oh, yeah, he's if, a warlock. He's a warlock. A warlocks, a warlocks go to hell. Yeah, because warlocks are, um, they serve Satan. Yeah, and, like... And then the kid it stands up so and says... fucked up what she just, what she said and what she's saying to these kids. And none of them really batted an eye. They just, because she's an adult. Yeah. And you're a child. So, naturally, you believe your elders. That's just... That's the way it goes. How it? Yeah. I mean, one could argue that's how we evolved. Yes, yes. You know, <laughs> it's in our best interest to listen to the adult that says, "Don't touch the bush. Right. It's sharp, or it's got poisonous berries." Yeah. The kid who touched the bush or ate the berries, Die. well, doesn't pass on his idiot genes. The one who's subordinate and listens to said adult. I mean, there's an evolutionary standpoint for that that says, "Right, right, yeah." You know, kid, don't touch the hot stove. Uh-huh. So they're, they're so, children. So they're children, and then. Yeah, the one kid was fucking in tears. They just had him feeling oh, yeah. shame. My, uh, my dad says Harry Potter's all right to watch. And, oh, that was tough to watch. And I don't get I've, it. I've watched Harry Potter. And they're just looking at him just yeah. aghast. You know, we have a close friend who's, uh, who, who I'm not even going to mention moniker-wise, but his mom 
is just like fucking cheering for the end of times, like end times. That, yeah. Like she goes to these huge seminars where they yes. sell her shit and preach shit to her where isn't this exciting, you know, it's end times. And, and like, I don't fucking get it. I just, I don't get it. We're here for what seems like a blink, you know, as the older you get, the faster time moves. I'm happy yeah. to be here. Happy to be healthy. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing sitting around as an adult going, cheering for the end? Coming for the end. Yeah. Like, well, because for them, the end is the beginning, you know, they're going to move on and they're going to be part of Jesus's army and they're going to. Jesus has an army. I thought it was happy in Jesus land. I thought so too. <laughs> Jesus has an army now. Oh, Jesus has an army. And. I just, does not yeah, like fun. you said, the blink of an eye, you know, we're only here, you know, in the speck of time, we're nothing. And so just to, I think the reason, okay, this is me trying to see the other side. Maybe the reason that people fall for these end of time things is because like they want significance to the time that they were on earth and to their life. And maybe they're not finding significance in their life. So someone tells you, well, you're, when the end of times comes, I know. I'm, your, your, your stomach's rolling. My, yeah, 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 I know, I know. It's about, hungry? Yeah. Are you yeah, hungry? Yeah, it's about time to eat, man. And so, um, God damn it. It's your stomach, <laughs> not me. I just heard your stomach growling. Yeah, you, you didn't have to call it out to everyone. I'm sure they oh, just I, heard it. No, I could totally hear it. I was like, I think he's dying. Did you think he was dying? I thought he might have been dying. Yeah, I can't hear shit. My wife can attest to that. I can't hear. I need hearing aids, dude. Already? Yeah, I can't hear things. Like, you'll say, like, I'm not kidding when I say, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah, no, I work. I got to Hey, hey, Stewie. Hey, Stewie. Hey, hey. Hmm. You should probably have that checked out, doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Buy a doctor. Yeah, we, we can't well, write scripts. I feel like he was in school long enough. He should just be doctor. <laughs> the hellish school schedule. Well, technically. Yeah, yeah technically. Uh, I, back to what you were saying, I agree that they're looking for this relevancy, but when you're an adult and you've got a bunch of people's kids around you, A, how can you sleep at night filling them with all that fucking horse shit, complete rhetoric? Secondly, if you're a parent, how do you let that stupid bitch talk to your kids like that? Because I wouldn't. Because they believe so heavily. And, like, she thinks she's saving them, like the, the leader of this camp, uh, Becky, I think her name was in the documentary. Like she's don't like Becky's. No, she okay. she thinks like this is her purpose because she needs to save them, or they they need she needs to create the new generation for Jesus's army. Like she she sleeps happily at night. The more she converts, it's a fucking IQ thing, right? Like a certain IQ, and all of a sudden your imagination land, and I'm saving the kids, and as the IQ climbs, you're like. You know, it's probably not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, she didn't seem to me like her IQ would be in the triple digits, but maybe. <clears throat> well, this is occurring in the Bible Belt, though. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, it's a culture. You've grown up into it. I That's mean, true. Kind of like a cult. I mean, if you're, if you're a kid of a cult, you, what, you don't, My know, dad any, was you don't know any different. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was Catholic. Okay. I remember being seven years old and watching everybody pull those little benches out and hitting yep. their knees and going, okay, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Because it weirded me out. Yeah. Did it weird? Um, I don't want to get personal on your religions, but I mean, don't massive public demonstrations of your love to whatever you're praying to weird you out just a tiny bit. Yeah. I'm always leery of anybody wearing the same outfit. Yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable in churches. 
I because you're gonna start on fire. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. It just I never really have. Um, and my grandma like worked for the Lutheran Church, you know, when I was a kid. It just uh, I don't know. Just never felt comfortable there. Yeah, uh, even when I was you know heavy like you know I believe in Jesus, I believe in God. I still preferred to do my praying at home. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps you out of the fucking compound. Yeah. You know, because you're like, <laughs> so. you know, I'm comfortable to do whatever it is you want to do in private. Right. Like, I'm happy uh, yeah. if people do whatever it is they want to do on their own time. That part's not my business. When you start to fucking hang a shingle and tell people Harry Potter's a warlock and that you need to get ready for the army so that you can go waste somebody of a different denomination for whatever reason, I start fucking getting an interest in that. I'm like, okay, so... You know, uh, maybe someone should stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It'd be guys. But our entire, our, all of the things that we talked about the last four weeks were about nobody ever stopping that. Right. Now, I understand that they're going to, it, things are going to get worse, that they're going to repeal uh, a law where if you're a church and you're, uh, you know, operating with all of the tax benefits, that you cannot use any of the money to support a political figure. And they're going to change that. They're going to make it so churches can now support our politicians. What? No. What? Yeah. That's not good. That's not good, right? Church and state separate. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to allow them to now have a voice or a hat in that and say, you know, go ahead. And the rationale that they gave was, you know, there's certain rights we need to protect as a church. And we need to be able to support people. So now you could be in church, you know, listening to whoever your pastor is, and he's going to start saying, you know, uh, when it's time to vote, uh, you should probably go this way or that way because it's going to help the church. And as a good member of the church, and you know where I vote is at a fucking church. Yeah, yeah. The last place I voted was a church. Because it's supposed to be... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a library. The place before that was a church. It's supposed to be... I voted in a church. A bland locale, right? Because they can control the signage and all that stuff. In Minnesota, you can't have signs within so far of a polling station, and there's all of these rules. But once Yeah, typically it's like schools, libraries that I've voted. Once a church. So where are we voting once the church is like, well, I want you to vote for this person or that person because, you know, they're anti-abortion or... You know, I mean, it's just, it's starting it's to get so weird, right? I had no idea. That's, so, that's, no, that's unconstitutional. There's separation of church and state. There's yeah. a reason. Like, no, that can't be legal. Yeah. Uh, then we'd be living in a theocracy. Well, I think at a certain, at a certain point in time, I mean, basic, basically what Scientology and all these things have taught us is if you've got an imagination, you've got a right not only to not pay taxes, but you have a right to live however you want to with impunity. And now with that added little layer, you can now dictate how you lead other people based on your own belief system. Did I miss a fucking meeting? This is so <laughs> I mean, fucked up. It's We're some, going backwards. Going yeah. backwards. Going well, back. America's going backwards. De-evolution. Devo, man. Devo is happening. Something's just so far off. No, I, I'm, we're not hugely political. I suppose we should be more mature given our ages for the show. <laughs> but I think it's, you know, politics is, is a, you know, kind of a divisive topic. It's separate yeah. and, and never, never before like it is today. Uh, but I think people should talk more about it, not less. Because I think the less we talk, the less we share in our opinions, 
the more isolated our opinions become and the easier, you know, like when you, yeah. you with, with a herd of buffalo or deer, you want to get one of them and you're a wolf, mm-hmm. you want to separate them from the rest of the group so that they're easier to kill. Mm-hmm. And I think that religions and all this, you know, cults and, you know, really politics, all of those things fall under that same heading of let's let's find the sheepish one. Let's find the one that's easy to flip. And they collect enough of those fuckers. And all of a sudden your kids at a school listening to Becky talk about Harry Potter, the warlock. Right. I don't know, man. We might be doing more cult shows. <laughs> <laughs> we might just become a fucking cult show at this point. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you want to cool it down? We we got a little intense. Yeah, I wanna I wanna go take care of my stomach. Getting hungry? Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's call it a show. All right. I was Travis McFalls. I was Stewie. I was James. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast, or you can look directly at our blog, which is WhenLifeAttacksPodcast.com. Chaz, would you like to start the day off by sharing? I was just trying to find some peace, a haven, a place where I could feel safe. And then what happened? Well, she was my yoga instructor. So I knew she was limber. But you, Chas, you realize this would just set you back and further hurt your progress in maintaining control over your libido, correct? Yes. Thank you, Taylor. Definitely. Until her friend, massage therapist, walked in the door, naked. Easy, Chaz. A big bottle of canola oil and a monkey who was trained to work on a video camera. And she rocked my world. Guys, Chaz, I have asked you to leave before, and I don't want to do it again. Taylor, come on, man.